Not only do I turn looks, I turn bottoms into tops. I might be a bear, but deep down I'm just a kitten. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears of Salt Lake City That was... I'm a sneaky snake. That was hot. <laughs> that was bizarre. <laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> uh, I think that we're maybe in a little bit too good of a mood today. I hope that we can get ourselves together. I'm on a little bit of a sugar high from eating too many Skittles. <laughs> yeah, we just went to the movies and saw a pretty... It was it was fine. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I, I mean, like... I'm glad that we went to see it, but I'm like, oh my god, that was the best movie I've ever seen. When we went to go see Monster Hunter today? Yeah, Monster Hunter, yeah. Um, yeah, Monster Hunter was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was a nice distraction. It was a nice way to just like get out of the house. We were some of the only people in the theater. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice to yeah. just... And I just stuffed my face with popcorn. Yeah, so I'm full of popcorn and... Skittles. Skittles. Yeah, and I don't normally eat Skittles, but I really enjoyed them. Do you remember on that show, Reno 911, where... Terry, the male prostitute on skates, <laughs> he was always high on what he would call Skittles, but it really wasn't Skittles. No. You know, it was like, it was meth. And he was like, I'm high on Skittles. I'm high on Skittles. <laughs> so That's what I'm like. We're high on Skittles. We're high on Skittles. <laughs> no, we're definitely not on meth. <laughs> Don't mess with meth, Beth. Don't mess with meth, <laughs> Oh my Beth. God. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Okay, let's do this. So, you know, we've been teasing for two weeks about our big Lisa Barlow surprise and our evidence of how we know that Lisa does business after 11 o'clock. So, weeks and weeks ago, you might remember that we posted a YouTube video um, trying Vita Tequila. Yes, you could see it on our YouTube page, and please subscribe. Yes, and we also put on our Instagram. We actually yes. put on everything, of course. Yeah. And aside, we loved it. We think it's great, and it's now our tequila of choice. I really love the tequila. It's yes. really, really good. I really want to try her other brands. So, at 10.16 p.m. <laughs> that is after, that's 16 minutes after 10. Yes. <laughs> We received, no lie, a message from La Barlow herself. Mm -hmm. Straight from her message saying, hope you loved Vita. Let's get you a custom bottle. I love that. I love that. <laughs> well, you can only imagine. First of all, we got a message from Lisa Barlow and we were about ready to pee on ourselves. Yeah, it was it was stardom. And we're like, <laughs> I don't know what a custom bottle is, but bring it on. Yeah, I'm totally down. I yeah. love gifts. So, of course, I messaged her back and was talked about how much we love the Vida and what big fans we are. So much that, you know, we started our own podcast, wink, wink. <laughs> and... No lie, her response was, love that. <laughs> Literally, we got that. It says, love that. And, and so a little bit of communication, and she says that her assistant is going to reach out to us Which to she arrange did. this. So yes, her assistant reached out to us, 
And um, then Lisa was out of town for the reunion. Yes. So we uh, put a little bit of a pause on that. And then her assistant reached out to us last weekend, when, like literally maybe even the day that we were filming last week's podcast, mm-hmm. saying, um, I'll reach out to you tomorrow morning, which is why we said to you all, oh, but it's happening tomorrow. And... I guess not really a long story short because it's been this already, yeah. but we haven't heard back since. So we didn't want to see. But we still love Lisa. I still have faith that it's happening. Yeah. If it, it does, st- it doesn't. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I still have faith that it's going to happen. Um, I for certainly know that Lisa Barlow is a woman of her word. I just, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, life gets in the way. But we didn't yeah. want to just keep leading you all on. And we were like, Put our put our head between our tail our tail between our legs or whatever. <laughs> that did not work out. You know what I meant. <laughs> we're like, let's just go ahead and tell them so that we don't they don't think that we're big fat liars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was our big news. Yay, Vita Tequila. Yeah. Uh, you know what's so funny about from the start of this show? Of course, I think on the very first episode, I said I didn't like Meredith, but I of course got the two mixed up, and I was meaning Lisa, but. Now, like by season by episode ten, Lisa's kind of my favorite person on the show right now. She's definitely well. <laughs> she's influenced yeah. our lives personally. No lie, she really, really has. We set goals for ourselves. Like at night when we're falling asleep, we're like, "What goal do you have for tomorrow?" Yeah, and we thank Lisa. But we're like thanking going to our Lisa Barlow altar at night, practically yeah. thanking her for our goal setting. Pretty much, Lisa Barlow, the saint of goal setting. <laughs> I want a candle. <laughs> we need that. Um, you know what? I've also been learning a lot from Heather Gay because you know I listen to her podcast, Live Love Lab, and um, this new episode was a lot about unsolicited uh, how people on social media send her and her um, friend Dre uh, unsolicited, unsolicited advice. advice. Yes, and then we just had that. I just literally yesterday had someone give me unsolicited advice. <laughs> wasn't <laughs> even really advice. It's more <laughs> just being a pouty on. Time. So, I like re- I like recalled that podcast back in my head, and I was like, <laughs> "What would Heather Gay do, or what would Dre do? <laughs> what would Drether do? What would Drether do? What yes. would Drether do? You're right. Sorry. Okay, but anyway, so um, that's our story. Uh, exciting though this week that the reunion looks came out. Yes, the looks were so beautiful. You know, people on social media are so nasty because I have seen so many nasty comments about the whole entire cast overall. And I'm like, are you kidding? Are we looking at the... What? (laughs) What what I liked about it was Whitney Rose was giving some Atlanta housewife cleavage. (laughs) She did. That was down to her navel. Well, you know, well, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's start with Whitney then. Let's start with Whitney. Let's start with Whitney. I really loved Whitney's dress, but I really expected her to come a little bit more bombshell. Mm -hmm. Not so, I mean, this is very much a pretty winter look, and I bet you it looked amazing with that beautiful set. But I just really expected her to come in in something a little bit more slinky. More slinky. Yes, yeah, kind of kind of look. It's gorgeous. I have it's, nothing wrong with it. It just, um, I, I, I bet in person it's just even more breathtaking. I just had a different view before it even came. You know, before I even saw what she was wearing, I had an assumption of what she would wear. Oh yeah, me too. Um, and then I really loved Jen Shaw's dress. I really loved it too, but I felt like it was a little bit too long. 
Um, or okay, is she maybe. just too short? Well, I, <laughs> I mean, it still looks. Am- I do amazing. agree. There are um, there is maybe a small proportion issue. I do agree with that. But um, you know, if you go to the designer's website, um, it's Jack's something. I don't remember uh, who designed her dress. But the close up of it, yeah, the close up is unbelievable. And on the mannequin form, it looks perfection. So, but I do agree that on her that there might be just a slight proportion issue. Now I want to get down to my f- I think it probably is my favorite of the night, Meredith Marks. See, this has been a very controversial look on social media as you can imagine. It's the whole half going one way, going half the other. Well, you know what? Meredith look. Marks has been rocking a suit all season long and rocking it like a professional. Um, so I really like that she has like this tuxedo top going on. I think it's sexy. Um, she's sexy. You know how I feel about that. But um, I would like to see it from the back before I make my final but, decision. But to be honest, this is what I thought Whitney would be re- wearing. Yeah, you're right. Honestly. You're right. you're right. But I think that Meredith has impeccable taste. I think she has impeccable style. But I'm waiting to see the back of it before I make my final decision. Yeah. Heather Gay gets my best dress of the night. Uh, I don't think I'm being biased. I think it's just really... A dress that I love, that I, that I'm drawn to. I love the beading on and the sequin. I'm assuming sequin, but definitely beading. On I mean, it, it, it is. It's really quite it. beautiful. It has a nice volume and a nice drapery, and it's perfect for winter. Even you know, it's a kind of almost a flesh tone or a winter white. Even not a winter white, but you know. Anyway, I love it. She's my. It's favorite. an awesome. I really love this look too. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Meredith. I mean, to not Meredith, Mary. Mary. <laughs> I loved Mary's controversial statement. I loved Mary's look. I really loved Mary's look too. I could have done without the neck fur, but I really liked the wrist fur. I I liked it all. I liked it all. I loved the dress. I loved the fur. The dress is giving me Wonder Woman. She's looking smooth. I I absolutely. Um, I have not. I'm again. Controversial looks from a lot of the women. Meredith's yeah. is a bit of a controversial look. This is quite a bit of a controversial look. It's this gorgeous. Gold just, oh, I man, mean, that's man. that's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah, right there. it's like 70s mountain uh, luxury. It's just the colors that are in it. It's it's breathtaking. Let's go to a little bit simple, classy, and bring it back around to Lisa Barlow. Yeah, so the little bit simple, again, very unexpected. She has been bringing some serious, like, New York fashion all season long. And then here she has, like, this nice draped. I'm sure this dress costs more than my entire wardrobe. But it's a a lot less, like, eye-attracting as... The rest of them. It's very plain. It's very... it's Maid of bit... Honor kind of look. Well, everyone oh, else is no. like in the way. Well, what? <laughs> well, I mean, everyone you else is in these just... beautiful gowns, and then she, you know, you don't steal focus. I just don't think it steals a lot of focus, but it is gorgeous. I think it's very gorgeous. I think it's. I don't. I don't She's know just if you wearing know too that, much that, like, jewelry. Dress Maid of Honor got it's like a major shame. Is Did it you a bad thing? No. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I don't mean it to be mean. That's like offensive. I meant it just doesn't steal like the it like it's giving the focus to someone else. I feel like if you're in a lineup, it, I agree. It is a little bit. That's what I meant. <laughs> I love it. It is gorgeous. It's really pretty. You're gonna make me feel really bad. <laughs> 
But I, I do love it. It was unexpected, though. I think that it we was. expected her to wear, again, something maybe a little bit more form-fitting because she has a smoking uh, hot body. And her hair, I love her yeah, hair. Yeah, I, I, her hair really is, to me, the showstopper of her look. Uh, I, agree. I love her, and her jewelry. stunning. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do think that she looks beautiful. I do think that she looks beautiful, yeah. but, again, unexpected. But I loved all of the looks across the board, and any... People on social media, you don't have to agree, but I was surprised at how mean some people could be about it. Everyone on social media just needs to cry and bitch about something. You know, stop deflecting your crappy life on other people. Maybe they just need a Seth to bring them a rose in bed. Okay, let's get into this. (laughs) Let's get into this show. (laughs) This one is episode 10. In hot water. I feel like we're in hot water a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of feel a little bit of hot water, too. But I have a feeling I know how you feel about this scene, which is probably the opposite of how I feel about this scene. But go ahead. I totally feel like Brooks right now. You guys are being really annoying. Thank you, bro. (laughs) Like... I love that they're like getting romantic and they're being really serious. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be in the room. It's like watching your parents be all lovey-dovey with each other. I don't know why I feel that way. I guess because Meredith just gives a very like, I know, mother vibe, you know? Like, mother? My mother. I don't know. Oh. Am I being really offensive on no, this No, no, maybe I'm just being really <laughs> sensitive. She's not being so sensitive. I just it's find good to so be mother- motherly. She's like my mom. I feel like she's like my mom. And so that's the way I'm like, I don't want to see them be all lovey-dovey and cute. And it is cute that he brings her a big rose. And, you know, this is a symbol of our blossomy new, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just can't do it. I'm not. <laughs> so I thought it was really sweet at first until the kiss. The slow kiss? I could he do without. Like, he moves in really slowly and then only kisses her top lip. Like her bottom lip gets no love. Ooh. He's like, I only like the top. Maybe that's why she speaks outside of her mouth a little bit because Seth's been sucking on only half of her face all this oh, time. Oh, neglect. Oh, what? Uh, I don't like the neglect on the lip. Oh, yeah. On the side of yeah, the lip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even get any love at all, does it? No. Uh, <laughs> so let's move into uh, Lisa Barlow's house where we are getting rid of some evil energy. <laughs> I love that Henry's really just trying to catch her on fire. I know. He's just like, she's like, <laughs> light this. she's kid. like, here, I'm going to light this on fire, Mom. <laughs> He's such a kid. Um, and then there's lots of scenes at Beauty Lab, and I, you know, I've always wondered: is there a, are there male employees at Beauty Lab? Now I know that we saw one talk about finances at one point earlier in the season, or that scheduling when the we saw scheduling. The, yeah, but I. Um, but he looked like a partner. Yeah, yeah, and then we've got this twelve-year-old. No, I'm sure he's in his twenties. Uh, kid Nick. Um, so that questions answered, but he he seemed to be excited to be on camera. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and he, uh, Whitney or Heather even wrote. Uh, like posted his page and stuff and was like, oh, he's he's got this handled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then now we're getting really into the episode with Jen Shaw. Is it wrong for me to say that I really love it when she doesn't wear much makeup? I really love it too. I, lo- I really I, do. I love it. It lo- she looks so beautiful, naturally beautiful. Yeah, I like that you can kind of see her heritage in it. Yes. Um, so I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. But you know what? She is freezing. She looks... So- freezing in her because house. she's so tiny. I know. And no. she's like trying to turn on the lamp that looks like she's never had to turn it on 
in her life. Okay, see, I was just going to bring that up also because, you know, people in social media are all up in arms about, do these women rent their houses? Do they rent their houses? Do they rent them just for the show? Um, and that was a moment of her not figuring out how to plug in the lamp or turn, turn on it on or whatever. Yeah, I, I know, was it's like... like is she maybe, in a hotel? Maybe. <laughs> are you, are you, do, you live, like, you feel like you're living in a hotel? But listen, they all live in rented homes. I mean, Bronwyn is living in a rented home right now. Shannon's living... They all live in rented homes. What's her name? Is it living in a rented home? She's got her tiny little cute space. <laughs> Gina does have Gina's a very nice town space. home. But, yes. um... <laughs> but um, I do like that Jen Shaw is making her own bed. Did you, I did, did you too. like that? I was yeah, like, oh, I she do. makes her own bed. I definitely, I made a note about that. But what's, what is up with chopping the pillow? In you the know middle? what? Like, why is that, that has been I a thing no for such a long... You didn't know... That's been no, thing. I know it's a thing, but like, I don't know where I it hate came it. from. I don't know. It's been a thing forever. It's been oh. a thing forever. And I am not I aesthetically attracted to it. I, I felt bad for... Um, Jen Shaw, she's obviously hurt really bad, and she put all of her focus on that party to save their marriage. And I'm just like, I don't think Sharif was really looking at that like party as saving a marriage and stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, we're gonna get into well, that. Well, even, but even right here in this scene, though, she is she's blaming Whitney, which mm-hmm. you know it is Whitney's fault. There will be lots more to talk about that coming up. But Whitney is not. Re- I always say you can't you can con- you can't control your thoughts, but you can control how you react to them. Exactly. And just think similar situation. You can't control that what Britney what Whitney brought to you, but you can control the way you react to it. Yeah, but. But then again, she didn't eat anything all day, and she's on medications for depression and stuff, drinking on top of that. It's just... But Sharif put is, too much pressure on it. Sharif's not talking to her. Sharif's not... I know. I didn't like hearing that's that. That's something I can't get into. I don't... I, I can take a... You know what, honey? I'm so mad right now that I can't really communicate with you right now. But I'm okay, and this is where I am. Yeah. I can't handle... Just disappearing and no. Community. Oh, I can't do that. Uh-uh, no, uh-uh. I am never, ever, ever, ever going to be okay with that, regardless of what I, of the situation. But, but that was a short scene. But um, let's flash to Whitney visiting Heather. But yes. I don't like this conversation. Andrea's <laughs> there too. I love Heather's camo jacket. I thought it was really. I really liked it. Oh, me too. Uh, they instantly start talking about the birthday party fight. Of course, mm-hmm. I instantly get defensive when Whitney brings up that Heather was messing it up. It, like, I got so defensive about that. I'm like, no, babe, she was the only person that was getting things out because it took you 20 minutes, five different conversations to get out one thing. <laughs> this is an, an hour-long episode of Whitney, first of all, not understanding what happened the night before. She was no trashed. Way. No way. <laughs> I wonder if she feels differently watching it now. I, certainly. <laughs> And then it was just an hour of then of Whitney saying, well, my motives were good, so therefore this is not my fault. Just because it all went to crap, it's not my fault. Where And, and the fact that she's trying to put the blame on, you know, Heather, Heather. that's what's irritating me about oh, it. When there's more of that that just keeps yeah, on yeah, coming. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, but Whitney, please be careful with that arch in your eyebrow, because in her confessional look, it's the arches are getting way too that's high, getting... and it's it's not looking great. Well, <laughs> Bring it down eyes, a little bit. You know, we have that big high definition television. I was looking. I was like, wow, that was if a this... brag. I was like, <laughs> no, I was like, let's look at Whitney's eyes because she's got to be feeling rough today. I you know? know, and it looks like she... I'm not gonna lie, it does look 
like she got a little bit of the bags going on. Like there is not enough Iris and Bo to hydrate her under the eyes right now. I mean, Whitney at that party, she was like, as you would say, snockered. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. But Whitney was like, she said she didn't want it to blow up, but it happened anyways. Blah blah blah. Heather wanted there to be a blow up but against Lisa and Meredith. But it, like, backfired on them so hard. I like um, Heather's uh, explanation of why she jumped in, but I don't really believe her. The real truth of why she jumped in is because Whitney was not able to get her words out. Oh, my gosh. It was painful. It was was building such tension. It was like ripping a Band-Aid off so slow, and then Heather just comes over and is like, There! It's done. <laughs> right. But Heather is a great communicator. She's like, tell me what you wanted to happen. And then, you know, and then we can take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what all those little boxes of candy were, were for. I know. I want some. Um, but I really find it funny that Whitney's like, Heather, I need you to come help me repair this, even though I'm blaming you for it. I know. Whitney <laughs> does not want to be the bad guy in it. I think she's has a big fear of being blamed for anything right oh yeah yeah i mean again this whole episode is about her defending herself because her intentions were good yeah um um heather gay says that there's a mean girl game going on with lisa and meredith to be honest with you i feel like most of this is probably directed more towards lisa than meredith oh yeah yeah oh yeah no doubt um haven't seen Mary yet, but... Uh, oh, Mary. <laughs> where's Mary? It's like, where's Walter? Where's Mary? But then we get to cut to this really awesome scene. Remember a few weeks ago when we were talking about how um, Jen and Sharif were having the same conversation in two different places? Mm-hmm. Now we've got, like, four different couples and people having the same conversation. I like, wrote that, too, and I'm like, they're finishing everybody's conversation yes. in different things. I was like, this is awesome editing. Good it job. Pretty, bravo! Yeah, I really enjoyed the editing. Bravo. Thanks for that. I'm glad that you wrote that up because I, I had that written down here. <laughs> um, so this ski goggles and heels fetish thing is hilarious. But I, I I wrote down, we open up with mom and dad being gross. Can you guys do this in your bedroom or something? Like I'm standing here. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. All I can do is envision Meredith in ski goggles and heels and like some a cute bra and panties. Yes, it's I'm I'm here for it. It's so funny. In the early in the season, you were like, "Oh, I love Seth and his dad jokes." I was like, "I'm not so into Seth." And now and then, you're like, "That's a gross dad." I don't want that. I just don't want all the lovey dovey stuff. I love it. I like to be loved. I don't know why. It's so weird because I love it with everyone else, but like I don't know. It's I don't, I just see them as like parent figures. That's it. Well, they're really seeming to enjoy their re romanceification. Yeah, you could see that Meredith has a very sexual side that she hasn't shown yet. Mm. I'm sure she'll let loose like Dirty Karen bro. Huger or Denise Richards when they get trashed. <laughs> they're just going to spill the tea about like their huge sex life. I'll be fine. We'll find out season two. Ooh. We'll find out season two. Uh, so they start talking about Sharif's party, then cut to Lisa and John, where Lisa's answering. And she says, <laughs> she says, Jen Shaw makes parties about her, but this one was about her and her husband. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> she, her, slight, she, her and Whitney both, I feel, have really... Sometimes Lisa is a little bit uh, upfront with her shade, mm-hmm. and sometimes she's real. She's like sneaks it in, sneaky snake. I loved it. Um, she's talking about like everyone is dancing, and she mentions what a good dancer Whitney is. But she says, "You know, in Utah, girls are good at two things: breeding and dancing." And 
and getting ready, married really young. Yeah, <laughs> I think she said breeding. You're good at breeding or dancing and getting married. Well, what well, actually she said breeding and dancing, and then thought of that third one real quick. Uh, okay. She's like, <laughs> or maybe she was like, but oh, that no, is... I just said that on camera. Maybe I need to Ooh. clear this up. But that is some serious like shade at the Mormon community in Utah. Yeah, like, yikes. But Lisa was very uncomfortable with the sexiness on the dance floor uh, by Whitney in particular. She and I don't. She wasn't twerking on. Sharif. She was just having fun and twerking. Like, granted, I don't remember twerking being like a lot in the '90s hip hop. Well, but was it a '90s party? <laughs> well, there was. A, there, I mean, there was a lot of butt grinding for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I was. I say go for I it. Mean, you I, were having so much fun. Yeah, I feel like she was uh, gauging the situation. It doesn't look like she was offending Sharif or Jen. You know? No, no, not yeah. at all. They were they were all having fun. Yes. But I see look, I even wrote down in my in my notes, I love how they cut in the middle of conversations to finish people's thoughts and sentences. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um then cut to Jen just for a flash. She's talking to her assistant Crystal. She's really mad, but she looks good. Good, good, good. Just I really like what she's wearing there. And then, so finally, Meredith sets the scene with Seth. And it was really funny because it was kind of like a who's on first. She's like, well, Lisa said that Whitney said that Jen said that Meredith did this. Yeah, like, where are we going to go? Like, how is this going to go? How do I unveil this? (laughs) Both Meredith and Lisa say that they have not said that they're afraid of Jen. Lisa feels that Whitney just made every bit of this up. Lisa is clearly not a fan of Whitney's. No, you could tell that she is not a fan of Whitney's at all. And I think it's a lot of, like, the age difference. Yeah, I think it's a huge age difference thing that that she kind of goes back on. But um, but now, that's... We're gonna go back with Mary and the only place you'll find her. In her closet. The closet. (laughs) In her closet. Mary says her safe place is fashion and clothes and, you know, basically material items. (laughs) She's even talking about getting an apartment just for her clothes. How ridiculous is that? Well, it is, but I will say, first of all, I called this, I wrote, Mary's house in the closet of fashion hell. (laughs) (laughs) But But I have to say, I loved the way she looked. I loved that dress. Mm -hmm. I loved that crazy red leather belt. That's stuck on her forever now. I know. I love the yellow heels with it. I thought she looked amazing. I like I absolutely loved it. But I didn't love the cut twos to Meredith's during this sequence. That wig she's wearing is so heavy. Oh, yeah. And it shows her it makes her cheekbones stick out so far yeah. because it's such a heavy weight and even like the 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 shading cuz no light can even penetrate yeah. through it. So I kind of wish I didn't know that it was a wig because I every time I see it I'm like it's so You heavy. always mention. But I'm glad that she got her hair cut to look like that now. But anyway, back to Mary. Uh, yeah, she has houses full of clothes. I'm waiting to see something of good substance from Mary. She's a pastor, but I don't know. I haven't seen anything about her giving to charity or doing good for the community or, you know, God's children. Because you see in, like, especially in Atlanta you and, and Beverly Hills, you see them doing charity events, giving back to the community, yeah. and all, like, oh, constantly. Yeah. yeah, but Mary's too busy buying her armor. But you know what's funny is, yeah, buying her armor. I wrote, it, what's funny is Mary is stuck in her release. Oh. <gasps> 
Did you see that? Because oh. she's stuck in her belt, and that's her release. So I thought that was kind of ironic. Wow, that's that's like poetry. Mary is stuck in her release. Isn't that ironic? That was beautiful. Thank you. I really did like that. Um, but um, Whitney calls, and Tells. Whitney's like, hey, just before I bring this back up and go to apologize, can you just confirm? Can I? Can you just confirm with me one more time? Why don't we just invite her to a, a party so we can just get this all out in the open? <laughs> no, heaven forbid Mary actually films with the other girls. I feel so bad. I feel like you're really asking a little bit too much. That is that. too much to ask to see more of a housewife with the other housewife. I wouldn't be surprised if Mary's phone was actually a green screen that they superimposed Whitney on. Poor Mary, she doesn't, she's, I mean... She's locked in her closet, Mary, get out. <laughs> Some get out, let Mary. Mary out of the, Mary, I came out of the closet years ago, and it's so liberating. Just come on, sister. You grab three items and come out of that closet. Well, grab a few more for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but did you notice that uh, in this co- in this phone call that's happening between them. <laughs> Whitney is wearing her Iris and Bow shirt. Yes, I'm all about some Iris and Bow. Did you know that they don't use packaging either, Iris and Bow? Oh, Bo. really? Yeah, they yeah have... Iris's Bow is Whitney's beauty Skincare company. line, Skincare yeah, line. yeah. Um, it doesn't have, like, extra crazy stuff in it that's bad for your skin. They do, um, their packaging is environmentally friendly. Can you eat it? The I don't, packaging? I don't know if you can. I don't think... I don't, is it biodegradable? I think it, like, just doesn't come in a box. I think that's what they're doing. Like, you just get the bottle. The, they the just, like... They have it in, like, a plastic bag, like, wine in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, here you go. I don't know. <laughs> Cut a corner out of it. Squeeze it out. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Uh, but Mary recommends that Whitney call Jen to talk it out. Um, but I did... Again, it was like a mosaic of scenes that were all really beautifully edited. I like Yeah. It. You know... The Bravo editors are killing it. Uh, we're spending a lot of time in Beauty Lab this episode, which yes. by, I feel I feel at home in with Beauty Drether, Lab. the yes. Drether. I, I, another. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even been to Beauty Lab, but I kind of feel like it's going to be my second home someday. I feel like we're gonna we've been there, and you know what? I was looking at their um, like menu and stuff. There's some affordable things that we can afford. There's like I would like to get rid of the hair in my unibrow. And it's like $25 or something. It's probably like multiple treatments, but that's something I can afford. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I, I I wrote, when we become best friends with Heather Gay and go to her house for the first time, I went to see that silver beaded jumpsuit or sequin jumpsuit that she's wearing, like, in in between scenes when, you know, like, when they turn around and you see, like, their kids in the background mm-hmm. or whatever, heard that, um, like, jumpsuit that she's oh, wearing. Oh, if I'm going on. to Heather's house, the first thing I'm going to do is going to hang out with Stormy. <laughs> oh, yes. Their cat? Yes, ma'am. Yes. I'm going to hang out with that cat. I want that cat to love on me. I will love on the kitty cat. The cat will hang out with me. We'll go shopping together. I'll buy outfits. We'll buy outfits for each other. It'll be amazing. It's a really beautiful cat. It's it going really to be a beautiful, beautiful romantic cat. relationship between both of us. Um, now, we have confirmed that this is a new beauty lab location. We, were, we were, weren't, sure, weren't, we weren't sure about that a few weeks ago. They've grown from three people. Mm-hmm. Writing checks from a personal account, and then did you notice that we finally do have a Chad? Chad is the name of the contractor. I didn't see that. How did I miss that? Okay, so I don't. You guys probably no, don't uh, even remember, like in episode one or two when they went it was skiing. The, it was this. Um, yeah, this. When snow they went one. skiing, I don't know if snow you, mountain of trouble. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Hunter just jokingly in the middle of our podcast called the ski instructor. It's like I expected his name to be like Chad. Chad, the ski instructor. We're gonna have a rad time. We're gonna go up the slopes. We're gonna go down the slopes. Everyone's gonna have a fun time. <laughs> and that just really. <laughs> <laughs> so we've loved the name Chad so much that we recently got a like a robot vacuum yeah like, thingy, like a little round yeah and you know we wanted to give him a name and you know it's we wanted to give him something unique so we call him chad yeah and we're chad. like and when we leave we're like chad thank you for cleaning up yeah like we're <laughs> it's so weird and we got an alexa too and i always say thank you when they are done doing whatever they're I doing because i feel Bad I'm afraid to hurt Chad or Alexa's feelings. Whenever I say anything bad, just jokingly, I'm like, I'm sorry, I was just joking, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now we actually have a chat here on the show. I was didn't know if you noticed that. I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> I this was is kind of glad that you didn't. Chad is like, he does multiple things in his life. He doesn't, he's not just a ski instructor. He's not just a snowboard instructor. He's also a construction worker. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, I got my hands in everything, bro. <laughs> Um, when they show pictures from Heather Gay back in the day, her ex-husband looks completely different. He looks complete. He looks so gaunt in today's present. <laughs> Heather looks a little bit different too, but I feel like she's like um, getting better and getting yeah, better day she's by day. So much prettier. Yeah, like like she was gorgeous, but now she's just stunning. Some people, you know, like kind of peak early, and I feel like I'm someone who is peaked later in life. Mm -hmm. Maybe, hopefully I haven't reached my peak yet. And so I think that maybe that's Heather Gay's journey too. She's like constantly just getting better and hotter and more confident. And I'm confidence just... makes you more beautiful too. Oh yeah. And I'm just glad she's away from her ex. Billy is his name? Yeah, Billy. So. Yeah, I'm just so. tired because you find out that he like was so much... I don't know if this is about all Mormon men and stuff, but the more I'm hearing about Mormonism and... I was really liking the family values that they had, but it seems so misogynistic. Oh. And I don't know if it's just their relationship or if it's like in all of Mormon community, but it's so misogynistic and I, I can't get down with that. Well, I mean, she did say a few episodes ago that she has to wait to find a man to get her back into heaven. So I think that's your answer right <sighs> there. <laughs> but you know what? I want her puffy jacket with the light pink health symbol on the back. I, I want did, it. I wrote, I love their beauty lab coats. Those are slick. I yeah. love I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, Heather says that even though she's resentful of him leaving her, and you know, here's something that I need to clear up. Because a few weeks ago, I said, well, certainly, or maybe it was last week, I was like, well, certainly it just wasn't that one event, and then he up and left her. But then this year, she kind of clarifies that, yeah, it kind of was just like that one event, and he was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. So I need to uh, retract that. I stand corrected on that. I believe you have something that you need to correct as well. <sighs> yes, it's a sad day for me and my favorite movies, the scary movie trilogy. Mm. Well, actually, just the first and second one. The third one's trash. But <laughs> she was saying that they were watching Scary Movie 3 or something, and it was the whole glory hole scene. And I said it was the second scary movie correcting her, being snobby and be like, uh-uh, it's not it. it. Well, I was wrong. Which episode, which one of it is in the series? It's the first one. Oh my god! So yeah, Scary Movie 1 is the scene with the glory hole. I think I was mixing it up, because I think in Scary Movie 2 is the scene that they're recreating in the Scream movie, in the Scary Movie. Alright. Anyways, it's too many Scary Movie screams and too many uh, well, we've, mistakes. We've made our, we've, we've made our penance. Okay, good. There you go. I'm sorry, you guys. Um... 
Um, but she does at least give that as her motivation for like why I need to be self-sufficient. I don't need to rely on him. Um, and she's like, I want to make a lot of money. Uh, you pay yourself, girl. Treat uh-huh. yourself. I'm, I, I like that she's willing to like let go of what I'm sure is a substantial alimony to become self-sufficient. And, and also, I like that she said, you know what? He's built my life all of this time. Now he can go build his own life. And I like the selflessness. I think, that. And I think he's living his life alone in a hot tub. Um, also, Heather and Dre's foreheads are smooth as butter. But uh... their foreheads are just like, I could ice skate on them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Meredith, back to Meredith and Seth. I, I, and, well, I like that we're getting some more um, Meredith and Lisa. Lisa's, uh, everyone on the show is finally getting equal screen time other than Mary. Oh, yeah. I, poor Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, they're, when Lisa and Meredith show up and stuff and they're at this lunch, din- or dinner, of course, they're dressed exactly the same. Yes. They're yes. like they planned it. Well, first of all, I think you can say that if you show up somewhere that you know Meredith Marks is going to be there and you're wearing a pantsuit, chances are you might be dressed similar. But I mean, it's very similar. Like, this, its color is pretty much the only difference. <laughs> this pantsuit in particular, Meredith's legs look a thousand feet long. Mm-hmm. Especially the picture she's posted on social media. Her legs look so long in that outfit. But it doesn't fit her bosom very well. But you know what's mm-hmm. funny is what I was thinking about this whole Lisa and Meredith sister vibe that they have. It's reminds me so much of, like... Romy and Michelle type of relationship. Like, I kind of want to see a spinoff of <laughs> them, like, owning, owning their... Yeah. Being business women. Business, yes, basically. <laughs> and I want to see them have, like, a spinoff uh, show of them opening their own shop together. Like, oh, my God. You know what? I'm so here for that. <laughs> I am so... That was, a, that was you know, that was brave of you to say with I me. know. You're a huge fan of Romy and Michelle. Romy like, and Michelle your, are my, that's two of my favorite women on this planet. You know, but <laughs> that, I, I'm here for that. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. <laughs> Uh, it's funny that Lisa was saying during the dinner that they got cameras inside their house. A security now. system. So now she can rewind and prove that she was right in fights. That is such a me move. <laughs> I want cameras inside of our house now so I can be like, remember you said, because you always were like, no, I never said that. Or you, you know, you did say something and you don't remember it. That is the most Lisa thing you've ever Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Lisa! <laughs> uh, but I, Meredith leans in to say, say, I have something to tell you guys, and I love Are you pregnant? That's such a good I know. I, I did want to say, they're, they're going to order f- their food family style, and yes. they hang out so much. I wonder if there's any rumors of them being swingers. <laughs> oh, mm. no, that's, uh, you better stir that pot, Whitney. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> but I really love this scene where Meredith announces that Seth and her are starting pretty much a brand new relationship. They're moving in together. I love this. I really loved this scene. I wasn't grossed out. I wasn't like, ew, girl, I'm like standing right here. I really enjoyed this scene. And, you know, Meredith said in an early episode that she doesn't announce things until she's 100% positive in it. So seeing her say this, I was like, yay, she really... It's 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 good for gold. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I like that she said, we are reconciled, we are not separated, 
we are married. Yeah, I'm I, so glad they announced that. I also liked for, to hear her say that it's been so important to have Lisa to lean on throughout mm-hmm. all this time. I thought that was nice. And I liked it that Lisa said that, like, you know, they have, like, a flashback or whatever, and they're like, you have a good foundation, and that's half the battle. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. If you don't have a history of trust and love, then what are you building on top of? But I, I, I'm so glad that they're reconciling and we're watching it blossom on air i, I guess it. i love it i love it. i'm just kidding just joking <laughs> um i don't like seth's hoodie that's how i feel about it. Like that, <laughs> that vomiting sound you just had that was for seth that was for seth's hoodie i didn't like his hoodie at all <laughs> i do like it that they do a shot to celebrate do you think it was vita tequila oh certainly it had to it had been. to have been i mean i want um, some more <laughs> very important in this scene before it heads out and before we head out to a commercial notice that um did you hear Lisa say that she really doesn't like hanging out with the other girls. That, that Meredith is the only one that she likes hanging out with. I, it's I know, and Lisa. Uh, well, Lisa says that you know why are you repeating information that makes you a shitty person? I'm like, wait, what show are we on? Right? Like, isn't that the basis of the show? That's what it's for. That's <laughs> what it's for. All right. Well, let's take a little bit of a break, and then we'll get back. Everyone wants to talk about the bathtubs anyway. Oh my gosh. That's all anyone this. has even really cared about. The, ba- you know what? the bathtub. The bathtub. So we'll get uh, right back to it after this uh, quick message. Welcome back. Hi. When we come back from this this last part of the episode, this is what everyone's really, really been waiting on. Here we go to Mystic Hot Springs. Let's do some tubs. I could not believe all the trash everywhere. Yeah, we are so secluded out there. Mystic Hot Springs is about two and a half hours away from us. It's not three and a half yeah. hours, like Jen Shaw was <laughs> Maybe saying. Maybe a little bit of an exaggeration there. Well, she was pissed. But so. it, as Whitney says, it doesn't hurt, though, that to be in the middle of nowhere, so Jen can't get up and leave. <laughs> Jen proves her wrong at the end of this episode. <laughs> but I, I get, like, the, like, you know, I don't... Uh, eh, Slab City vibe. Of, yeah, of this hot springs. But does there have to be... Tra- I mean, I get peacocks and dogs and, and... There's junk. There's, like, empty, like, old washing machines and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised well, by that. I think it's just really far out there. But we're going to have to plan a trip out there and uh, check it out. Because the Mystic Hot Springs is gorgeous. I, I wonder where... Um, Crystal, Jen's assistant, goes the whole time they're here. <laughs> I know, you see her getting out of the car, but then all of a sudden she's just gone. But I think she's in the background with all the producers getting splashed. Right? But I, can you imagine what that poor, uh, was it Aubrey was her name that had penny pants in her sweater? <laughs> just seeing these women come in here with their, like, fancy cars. And I know, their... I wrote, I wrote, poor Aubrey. <laughs> she needs rich-ass cars, these rich-ass ladies, rich-ass clothes, and then in comes Jen Shaw disgusted with everything this looks like some real bullshit right now seriously uh she, jen shaw did not get what i mean the, the apology she was looking for this place is very far off the beaten path and secluded but that's what makes it so beautiful and rustic and natural and so you can't really bring the hot springs to you you got to go where the hot springs are well yeah but uh this is definitely not the five-star spa with golden masks that she was expecting no she said it looked like the set of saw yeah she's 
she's definitely not digging the hills have eyes atmosphere. <laughs> and does she have a fly swatter in her hand? I noticed that too. Where did she get the fly swatter? <laughs> well, well, I, I certainly someone from her team, Crystal or one of the other eighteen different assistants, googled Mystic Hot Spring. But to be honest with you, if she's lived, I don't remember if she's from here or if she's lived here a very long time. I would be surprised that she doesn't already know about Mystic Hot Springs. Everybody like that when we moved here, everybody told us about all the different hot springs locations. There's lava hot mm. springs, Mystic, Crystal. There's a lot of hot springs around here. They have to like take a hike up to those tubs. <laughs> but when Heather gets attacked by this tiny tumbleweed. Is this a real tumbleweed? It makes me laugh so hard because she obviously, <laughs> she gets out, but not if there's not like three feet of snow on the ground. So she hasn't seen a tumbleweed. But, but honey, we live in the high Sierra desert. Tumbleweeds outnumber people three to one out in the She's wild, got wild that west. Big menacing tumbleweed after <laughs> that tumbleweed is chasing her but i uh, can relate to a hike to the hot springs <laughs> okay so uh, jen shaw is giving some serious bear attitude right now <laughs> when this whole scene like because they're like walking up to the tubs it's the music is so nice and everyone's like oh it's beautiful i yeah, love they it they were all getting along pretty well considering the night before and then the music just Thuds, and then Jen Shaw's like not having any of this. <laughs> She's not having any of this. There's flies in the she air. She is not getting in those tubs. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I don't. What the is this? It's dirty, but it's it reminded me so much of when me and you first moved here and our first <laughs> hot springs experience. Oh my gosh. So we had just moved here. I'm a model on my day-to-day job, and we had some friends here that were going to do a photo shoot, and they wanted me to attend, and so I was going to bring my husband, and we we're going to do a nice little photo shoot. And so there's this, I think it's called Fifth Hot Springs, but basically it is a mountain with a natural running hot springs. It's not regulated by anything or anything. It's gorgeous, and we're hiking up in the snow, and there's steam coming off of it, and you get up to this beautiful open area where there's a two-story waterfall where it cools the water enough that you can actually lay in the pools and swim in it, so there's a lot of people there. But with being out in nature and nothing being regulated, there's, you know, parts of the water that get stagnant, and, you know, it's a lot of mineral water. It's, it's hot springs water. It's coming up from the earth, so there's a lot of, like... Just stuff in the water, you know, because it's just stagnant and it smells like the smell is super strong. It smells like like raw eggs or something and stuff. (laughs) And so we get there and we finally get to the spot where we're going to get in the water and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous. And my bear is like, hold on, I I need to go check myself real quick. I I just need to take a breather. I'm like, okay, he just needs to take a breather. And he gets out of my eyesight around the corner and I'm sitting there, and it's like a while now, and I'm like, what is he Wait a doing? minute. Wait a minute. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is not... I don't think I was on this same trip. That's here. Because we show up to this toxic sludge sewage <laughs> dump. A sewage river, I should say. Toxic sludge sewage river that smells... It doesn't smell like rotten eggs. It smells like Sulfur. acres of rotten eggs. <laughs> And we're hiking up, and I wasn't even prepared for a hike, for that matter, but that was the least of my worries. (laughs) So we get up to finally where we're going to go, and I'm wearing, uh, like, my one-piece union suit, like your pajamas, like a one-piece without the footies type thing. And they were really nice. They're my favorites. They're kind of expensive. And they wanted me to sit on the mud in the green toxic sludge... 
to take pictures in my union suit, and I was not. I was not. I was super excited to be there, and like the smellier, the better, because I want those good oh. minerals in my skin and stuff. And so I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, why is he? Why is he taking so long to like get with the crew? And I come around the corner, I come around the bend, and I see him sitting, his back is to me on a rock, and he hears me coming up, and he whips his head around, and his eyes are bloodshot red, he's got tears almost coming out of his eyes, and he's like, I'm feeling really uncomfortable. I'm not getting in that water, that sewage water, I'm not getting in that water. And I'm like, bear, no one's going to make you get in that water. And he's just like, and then all of a sudden he's like, and what took you so long to get over here to Seriously. check on me? I felt like I was there So like then it's my fault. Days. Yes, I was there forever. And plus I didn't want to like say anything in front of our friends. Yeah. Like, oh, it was, oh. But he kept saying, that's sewage water. I will never sit in sewage water. That's sewage water. I've seen sewage water before. And I'm not getting in it. And I'm just like, bear, nobody's going to make you get in the water. Nobody's going to make you do anything. You can put your legs in it. No. He was not having this experience at all. So we got some sweet pictures like on we the way down. Great pictures. <laughs> we didn't get any hot springs pictures. But he was not having, he had no. never seen a hot spring. You'd never seen a hot spring well, before. Well, listen, we've been to like another hot springs that was nice and pretty and clear and didn't smell gross. That was a reason. And then I would do these hot tubs where here they're where they're at. I would totally do but that. But they might smell. Well, um, but they're not like toxic green. Oh my gosh, you guys! When we go to Mystic Hot Springs, I'm going to record the whole thing because it is going to be like word for word, shot for shot of Jen Shaw getting up this hill and being pissed. And like I'm wearing my shoes to get into this. I'm like, what is the, her shoes going to protect her from? <laughs> they're flip flops. They're flip flops. And she's sitting on it anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, what are you? What are you? Oh, so that was our hot springs experience. <laughs> the very first time I brought him to a hot springs experience, and it was something to write home about <laughs> you were not having those that, not. that water and for me like i've been to a lot of hot springs living in nevada i used to do a lot of like geo tracking hot springs where you just find hot springs in the middle of nowhere oh yeah and there's this one in the middle of kingston it's like four hours between reno and it's four hours between vegas literally 123 people live out there and we went out there during a meteor shower and we're sitting in the hot springs and you couldn't see anything on the valley floor and then all of a sudden shooting stars would come by and light up the entire valley and there'd be a bunch of donkeys and stuff out there and like wild horses it was so cool so i love hot springs and like the smellier the hot springs the better because i really mm -hmm. want all that good mm -hmm. nutrients mm -hmm. in my body well, i'm on team jen shaw here this looks like some real bullshit right now <laughs> now um whitney is trying to apologize heather heather gay you don't have to jump in and take the blame mm -mm. i really don't feel like that you messed this up i don't think that heather feels like she messes it up really to be honest with you no i honestly think that she's just kind of like smoothing things over and just trying to take some blame away and trying to just like you know we're sorry you know and, this and, is we're moving on <laughs> now jen doesn't blame her either jen is like i don't blame you heather it, this conversation is kind of just going back and forth about the same stuff, but you really get into Jen Shaw 
being really upset and focusing, you know, this was supposed to save my marriage, basically. Yeah. This relationship was to show Sharif how much I love him and all this stuff. But I don't think Sharif was really seeing it on that that end. Oh, um, yeah. But it, she was just, Jen Shaw is She's just broken. blowing She's up. She's a mess. She is a mess. Um, again, Sharif hasn't talked to her in a while. This is when she tells the girls that Sharif hasn't talked to her. But Whitney is not trying to accept the blame. Again, it was not my intention, so it's not my fault. Yeah. But Whitney needs to say, the reason why I brought this up, the reason why you're mad that it was brought up at the event in the first place, the reason why she was bringing it up to her in the first place was because her husband was there. Jen Shaw's husband was there. And earlier when she was talking to her friend Sarah, she's like, well, she was just kind of so much yeah. calmful and like yeah. peace. And yeah. like, you know. She set that up. We understood since the episode before why she chose the time. But Listen, Whitney, you're just going to have to take some... I also don't like that Whitney is asking Jen to take some accountability right now. Is this the time when you're apologizing to someone, especially someone who is in a, such a volatile space as Jen is right now, with her husband not talking to her and embarrassing herself before, is this the time to say, okay, Jen, don't you think it's time for you to take accountability for what you've done? Uh, Jen Shaw's life is kind of falling apart, and I feel bad for her, because like when my life was falling apart a couple years ago, when my relationship, my job, my migraines were getting so bad, like my life was falling apart, and I would lash out. And I knew that I was being irrational while I was lashing out at people but you know I kind of doubled down because I could not lose one more thing even if it was just a small yeah. argument I could not yeah. lose it I understand that I understand that but Whitney is not willing to take it she wants Heather to accept responsibility she wants Jen to accept responsibility mm-hmm. um, but when Jen thinks Whitney's rolling her eyes Girl, I'm going to drown you in that tub. That is some Ooh, serious words. Yeah, she totally <laughs> Poor Jen. She's got Whitney rolling her eyes. She's got Mary with her eyes. Oh, my gosh. She can't handle it. Whitney is not going to let Jen bully her, though. And Heather, Heather is obviously getting so upset about it. And I hate watching her get so upset. But she's so passionate about her friend. Like, she, yeah. she cares about this so much. And you find out why. <laughs> So many things coming at Jen Shaw right now. She's upset about Sharif. She's upset about making a fool of herself the night or two before. And she's upset about being in these tubs. That's why I think when she <laughs> splashed the camera and she's like, that's what you get for filming me in a bathtub. I think she was saying, you guys knew that I was going to, you guys came and scouted this place out. Yeah. You And plus they were standing like three inches away from the bathtub. They were probably, <laughs> um, so she's like, you guys knew that this would be here. And if you know me at all, you knew I wouldn't be into this. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you get. Seriously. And, you know, when she gets up and proves Whitney wrong that she can leave, even though there's nowhere to go, <laughs> she gets up and leaves and stuff. And you could see that Heather is like, just give an inch so you could take a mile. Yeah, like, well, yeah. Mile. What, what she actually says, she's like, Give give an inch so you can get the first down. Yeah. I yeah. love sportings. I love it that she used her sporting terms. I love golf. She's so good at the touchdowns. Touchdown with golf. <laughs> yes. Um so they do get I, Jen comes back, I would say, for Heather over Whitney. Yes. For sure. Um and Whitney again, I think this is the moment when she goes, but Heather Yeah, I did not like that. <laughs> but Heather came in and you know and Heather is a champion. She's like, yeah, I did. But this isn't what it's about. Like, she doesn't skip a beat. And she focuses yeah. it back on to what it, what 
really matters. I wonder, I can't wait for the reunion because I wonder what Whitney thinks about all this now that she's seen the footage. Yeah, I wonder if she has a different <laughs> uh, opinion of how she handled it in the first yeah, place. Yeah, Because, sure. girl, you did not handle that very well. That was like the slowest ripoff of a Band-Aid I have ever Seriously, seen. that rehearsed, that rehearsed, um speech oh it's so bad now at one point heather says you know what lisa has done to me and i was like i don't know what lisa has done to heather other than you know say the claim that she didn't know her i wonder if there's something behind the scenes or something that we don't know about that's a Mm. little bit see i thought it was just the the surface level of what we saw i mean it felt like something more grave than that to me so Mm. i guess we'll see i guess we'll see yeah um Heather is terrified of losing her friendship with Jen because she feels that Jen prefers Meredith and Lisa. When she said, it's more important for me to be your friend than it is for me to be heard. I was like, oh, I just wanted to hug her. She is just (laughs) such a sweetheart. She's so, I I know I said this about Whitney before, but Heather is a gem and she must be protected at all costs. Most of these ladies. (laughs) But but when Heather opens up and tells her like she's scared of losing her uh, Jen as a friend and she says every time she has put her foot down, someone has left her. That made my heart sink so low. I felt so bad. That relationship that she was in has really stunted her growth, but it's also given her more of a growth, more of what she wants in life rather than what she thought she needed. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, Heather, even though, you know, we all battle with our insecurities, I do feel like that she's very self-aware of her, you know, of her her pluses and her minuses, you know? Oh, yeah. And I feel like she's very insightful, and she's a great... She's a a great communicator. Yeah, and I'm glad that she's kind of helping out other people to not get so wrapped up in the Mormon culture, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Now, after all of this craziness, then Jen says that everyone should feel comfortable talking to her. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, did, weren't we just trying to tell you in the tub? Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> right, just like five minutes right, ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, when she said that, I just busted out laughing. I'm like, Jen, that's sweet that you think that. <laughs> right, and then when Jenny, when Jenny, when Whitney jumps into her tub jen i felt so cringed at that moment she wanted to rip her skin off she did not like jen's like get out of my tub and she even (laughs) said you know i forgive you but i'm i'm not over it yet because there's still a problem at home because you did all this yeah well started it started it yeah started it so anyway Uh, this whole tub scene was such a whirlwind of i mean i really do hope that this does mean positive going forward between jen and whitney but I, I'm not going to hold my breath. I don't know. I kind of feel like they're kind of opposite personalities right now. So I don't think that they really mesh very well. Heather gets along with everybody, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Except, well, except for, for Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the first time I've seen or heard the word yurt. Oh, we're going to change the pace now. We're going to go up to Lisa's yes, yurt. Yes, we're going okay. up to the yurt. Did you so you've more... never heard of a yurt? I don't think I've ever heard of a yurt. It sounds eskimo Eskimonian. Yeah. I don't Esca, know. It's called the Blue Sky Yurt. The Yurt. Um, so Lisa is having a luncheon for like a very special VIP guest list. I'm surprised you haven't said this is a businesswoman special lunch. <laughs> Your Romy Michelle days are here. You need to say it. I'm surprised you haven't said it yet. Well, it's because I have to say I really I miss this scene when I watch it for a few reasons. Number one, I'm very distracted by... You know how when women, and especially drag queens, put that, like, white makeup down the middle of their their nose nose. to contour their nose in Lisa's confessionals where she's wearing the pink blouse, all I can see... And just recently I watched a YouTube video on the 
top 10 celebrity makeup fails and it was a lot of it was where they use that white makeup and the lights just catch it it's getting it's getting crazy it is getting absolutely crazy but i hate it and i'm distracted by it so i was very distracted (laughs) by that in Lisa's confessionals between the scenes and then when we actually in the yurt then I'm distracted by that um, blogger Angie Harrington the fashion blogger <laughs> who's wearing that leather top with the nipples yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like the darts in her leather top pinch right at nipple level. It's like it's like the George Clooney Batman suit. It's obscene. oh my god! It's obscene. I know. I noticed that too. I was like, that's not the best place to pinch the leather. Yeah, and then at or one maybe point, it is she even cheers boobs. I was gonna say that. I was like, did you notice at the end she was the one girl that like cheered at the end boobs? She just threw that out there in the last little minute. But there was a lot of shade on Twitter because of this dinner. I mean, because, you know, a lot of the ladies weren't even invited. And Heather Gay, you know, made a tweet of, like, where where were we, you know? And somebody else on Heather Gay's post said, "Uh, Lisa's only a social climber or something along the lines of dissenter. And Lisa Barlow writes back, oh, the only person that's, like, a social climber is Heather Gay because she married for money or something like that. And she took, like, a personal dig at Heather. And Heather just writes back, get well soon. I was like... Oh. oh, and you know what? I think that was all post-reunion, too. It was post-reunion. Oh, I can't wait to see that reunion. Yeah, so things aren't, aren't uh, very... Uh, Some things I love about, <laughs> um, about Lisa and about this scene for um, in general is that Lisa says a lot of affirmations, kind of like, I said it so it's true type thing, like, so that everyone realizes what a great event she put together. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I love this. This is so great. Like, when the chef brings out this food, before he even gets a word out, she goes, amazing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's so excited about her Vita tequila getting paired. Yeah, yeah. You know what, girl? You keep throwing that brand out there. She is pushing that brand hard. Well, now she has a cocktail, the LB, the cocktail. Yes, uh, I posted it on our social media that LB, we're gonna definitely need to try that out. Definitely. But, but we, you know what? You know what's? I don't know if you feel the same way, but do we need to add more girls onto this Housewives? Because there's like two groups. There's two storylines, and it's like Heather and Jen, and then there's Meredith and Lisa, and then there's like random Mary in the background. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the women are so separated, and everything that's so. going on, all the events that are happening, everyone's separated. There's not yeah. events where all the housewives are, and it's really weird to me. Well, you know, like I said earlier, Lisa flat out says, I don't like hanging out with the other girls. I only like hanging out with Meredith, so it really is putting a divide. And rightfully for Jen or Heather Gay to be like, what if Jen Shaw gets sucked into that group? Where am I? Yeah, and you... There are so many hot men that keep coming into this this show. All the people yes, that are like the horseback yes. Joe, the so, horseback no, the, rider. And uh. now this is Levi, the manager. Levi, Levi, manager. Yes, a lot of rugged, handsome man. That's the wild, wild west, kids. Yes. All right, so we end the episode on a hopeful note, but a sad note for sure. This Jen's was hard. Uh, Sharif's getting home, and I don't know about you, but I'm scared. I've had anxiety this whole time, and okay. When this scene came on, and you know, Sharif was like, Come on, let's go have a talk. Did you feel like you were in trouble too? Uh-huh. Like, I was oh. like, Oh no, dad's coming to come down. Dad's, dad's sitting us down to have a conversation. That's not good. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So that's how I felt. So I have had anxiety. Like, my anxiety has been through the roof. Oh, and what's even worse is when he comes in, he doesn't come in, I'm home, where are you? I'm home, where are you? He comes in, doesn't say a word, and changes his clothes. 
So he, he was there down. for a while. Well, Ooh. for at least a few minutes. Ooh. I mean, when you, have you ever entered your home when you didn't immediately greet whoever was there? The second I get home, I take off all of my clothes. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, what's for, what's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is where Jen uh, lets... I was surprised that this is the first time she's telling him about this. Because let me say, I can't think... Of a reason that if my spouse's dad died, I, I've said this before, I can't think of a career or a job or whatever that I would have that would not allow me to at least take one day off for my spouse's dad's funeral. I, I feel bad because people are wondering why Sharif was not there. And we don't know the whole story because the show was not going on. But I have a lot to say about this. Today is actually the one-year anniversary of my dad passing away, so it's still fresh on my mind. And when my dad passed away, you were actually ac- across the United States for work. You, you, I know you said you were going to be home. I know you were completely there for me because we knew that it was coming. We just didn't know when it was going to come. And you would have taken off and come home right away. But... On my aspect, I was trying to make it not seem like it was a big deal, and I was trying to be strong for myself, therefore, like, making it seem like everything was okay to you, and everything was okay to me. Like, everything was okay. Like, I was handling it okay, but it wasn't until after the fact that my dad passed away and I went through it alone by myself, I was being strong, but... I wasn't strong. And after it happened, I didn't realize how bad it affected me. And I really wish that you were there, but I don't judge you or anything for that. I don't judge you at, uh, yeah, we've talked about it because when we've had hundreds of conversations to make sure that I'm okay and that I can have a good place to talk. And I don't think Jen, Sean, Sharif get that opportunity. Even if he did was there, he was gone for work the next day, most likely. And so they didn't, when's, when is a good time to be like, Hey, I have this really heavy moment to talk about, talk to you about my dad passing away. Can we sit down and talk about it? It's hard to find those moments, especially when you don't get a lot of moments together. Yeah. Um, so well, this, I never really thought about it so this, <sighs> this whole scene was really hard for me. Yeah. Losing my dad and not having somebody there, but, but trying to be strong for yourself. I could identify with Jen so much because Jen said that she was the hierarchy of the family. She's the oldest child of the group. She had to be strong for all of her siblings. She had to be strong for her mom. Um, so she had to be, stay strong. And, you know, when you're trying to keep it all together, you're trying not to let anything affect. And, you know, tr- her trying to be a good wife and, you know, trying to make it not such a big deal that he's not there probably at the moment wasn't so heavy on her heart. It wasn't until after the fact when real life starts going on and and all those emotions start coming back up that you didn't get to deal with or you didn't have somebody there to deal with it for you or help you with it. It all comes out. And that's what we're seeing right now with Jen. So this is why I completely feel for her losing her cool. A lot of people on social media are really hating on her for her lashing out and and not controlling her, her actions. But she hasn't been able to let go of the grief of her dad yet. And it is affecting her moods. It's affecting her relationship. So she needs to really thank Whitney for giving Sharif and her this oppor- Sharif and Jen this opportunity to talk to each other and figure this out because Jen needs to heal from this and wow. she doesn't even know that she needs to. Wow, wow. Well, thank you for that. And hopefully, some people who are listening or people who share this, they can maybe learn to go ahead and be okay to talk about it when it's happening. Be okay and say, Sharif, I need you here. Yeah, be it's okay to say that you need help and you need somebody to be there. And 
even if you think that you're you can do it and you are strong you need help no. you need somebody to be there to lean on you can't do it all by yourself it's going to all come crashing down on you like we're seeing with Jen Shaw. So this whole season with Jen Shaw, with her dad passing away and stuff and all the emotions, the first year of her dad being gone, I have identified with it to the T. So it's, I, I really feel for Jen and I really hope people can give Jen a, a break because of what she's going through that you may not ever understand. Well, thank you for that. Well, Sharif was very receptive. He was apologetic. He said, I'll be better. Um, I, I am I am not okay with husbands again disappearing for a matter of days, but I thought that this was a really nice scene. I really needed this to happen because it's been really stressing me out for Jen Shaw, and I just want to see them prosper. Oh, I want to. Oh, I just want to see goodness in and stuff. But let's end this on a on a good good yes, note. Yes, good good. So the next episode, we are leaving the temples. We are leaving religion, and we are going to the city of sin. Yes. Um. It looks like it's going to be crazy. I've heard Heather Gay talk about how crazy it is, and luckily for Mary, she doesn't have to be there to experience any of it. Uh. We did find <clears throat> out Mary was invited. But Mary opt out of the trip, which is probably a good idea. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. All right. Well, I thank you all so much for joining us this week. Please join us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. We are The Real House Bears of SLC. On face, or on Twitter, we are House Bears of SLC. And you can email us at SLC at gmail.com. Jeez, you've said that so many times. I'm surprised you got tongue-tied. We are also on YouTube at The Real House Bears of Salt Lake City. Uh, please subscribe to us, and you can see some behind-the-scene videos. We are also on iTunes Podcast. If you could please give us a five-star review, that would be really helpful. We really rely on those reviews. And I hope everybody has an amazing week. Bye! Bye. Test, test. Testing, testing. Here we go. Here we test to and fro. Here and there. Hello. Hello. Well, hello. Well, hello. <laughs> I love that. I love that.